Are you interested in bringing communities together? Are you interested in bridging cultural and communication gaps? Are you interested in podcasting? We want to help build a better world through better understanding of one another. And we want to amplify your voice in the conversation. So bring your ideas and voice to the Venn Network. We will help you bring your voice to the world. Welcome to Islamic Faith in Focus. My name is Imam Hassan Amin. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the treatment of women in Islam. In many societies where you have men, I know that sometimes women may mistreat with the men may mistreat the women, but in a larger case, there are men who are who mistreat the women. Um, let me say that again. There are times where you have the woman that might mistreat the man. For example, I know a situation where a man pulled gas on his wife or his girlfriend, I'm not sure, and set her on fire, where she ran from the parking lot into her workplace on fire. And this is not from Islam. You have another situation where the man would daily beat up on his wife, then in terms of his, his, uh, his, his, and beat up on his wife, and to the point where his wife was trying to stop from doing that, and so she would, and so she would go and want to report him, and she he kicked her out of the house. Um, one time, there was a situation where a man abused, abused his wife, and another time where a man was physically and verbally abuse it towards it towards the females in his house. So this is none of this is from is from the Islam. If a man has a hit a woman, one hit of a woman is what it's one hit. We used to have before Islam, the advent of Islam, we used to have that they used to bury their girls only because they were girls and the women had no rights. And so this all of this is not from from the Islamic faith. And so now, what does Islamic faith say about the treatment of women? For example, Allah says in chapter four, the 19th verse, he said, and consort with your wives in a goodly manner. And if you dislike them, it may well be that you dislike something which Allah make a source of abundant good. And one of the scholars talked about this particular verse. And he said, Basically, he said we should have good speech or kind speech with them when we talk with our wives, talk kindly with them. Even with our daughters, the young girls, talk kindly with them, or speak kindly with them, deal with them uh, with, with kind in a kindly way and in a, in a great way that is beautiful, in a beautiful manner, the best of our ability. And also, he talked about that we are to love them in a way we want them to also to love, to love us. The, also the Prophet Muhammad, a piece of blessed be upon him said, best of you is the best to his wives and I am the best to my wives. Now sometimes what Prophet Muhammad would do, to interpret as being, being best to your families. So he said, so we wanna be best of the people 
we have to be the best to the best to our to our wives. The Prophet Muhammad, may peace and blessing be upon him, he treated his wife in the most beautiful fashion. He would smile at them or smile with them. With them. He would be very generous with them in terms of giving them something to eat or giving them some money and taking care of them. He would also laugh with his wives and also race with them. One time his wife, she was a young wife, and he would race with her and she would win the, the, the race. But then as she got older and a little bit, little bit fatter, then he would start winning the race. And when before he went to sleep with his wife, he will also comfort her and talk to her. Sometimes what we all do, we just say, and that's it. We don't really talk to her. We work all day with her, and then we go to bed, and we don't say absolutely nothing to her. So the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, he would say to his wife, he would speak to her, he would speak to her kindly, have a nice conversation with her, how was your day? This was, this is his character, this is what he would do. And the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, he would never strike his wife. He would never hit his wife. He never, in fact, he never raised his hand to strike a child or strike an animal. This was his way. This is why we do our best to follow his, to follow his way, the way of the Prophet, may peace and blessings be upon him, and the way we treat our wives. Because Adam, may peace be upon him, the first man born of the first man created by Allah, he was sort of lonely. And he begged Allah, prayed to Allah, oh Allah, you know, give, give me some company. Give me someone with me. And so Allah, as, as, they, as, they, as it go, Allah took the rib from him and made Eve, his wife, and, and, and to be with him. And so our wives, we have to keep in mind that she is our, she is our aid and not our maid. And so we have to keep that in mind that she is not, that she is not a threat to our being. She is a help to our being, and we are a help to her. Allah says in another in another ayat, which is in, which is another chapter four, the nineteenth verse. He said, "And treat them in a good and kind manner." Again, talking about the women and the way we're supposed to treat the women in a good and a, in a kind manner, and not any other way. A woman that is business, a woman period, that's not Muslim. And you and you have a relationship with a, with a with a Muslim man. This is the way you're supposed to be treated, in no other way. Do not accept any other way of being treated except the way I'm talking about right now, and be treated in a good fashion. And so I just want to remind everyone out there: this is the way a man is supposed to treat treat a woman. Now you may have a situation where a man, for example, in a particular country or a particular a particular culture, they may treat a woman women a certain way. But this is not from Islam. What is from Islam is what I mentioned to you right now, is to treat a woman good and treat them in a, and treat them in a kind fashion and be kind and be gentle with them. And I'll get into that in a moment. Now it's also mentioned that Allah says, you have, a, you have in the messenger of Allah, the best example. Muhammad, peace be upon him, we follow what he says and we follow what he what he did. And he was he was the best example. He was the best example for, for example, for us to follow. And for me, I follow the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. And I follow him because Allah told us, told us to follow him and the Prophet instructs us to follow him. Now, 
through doing that, I'm letting my girls know, my daughters know, what kind of man you should look for in the prophet and in my behavior of imitating what the prophet did. That's the kind of husband you should look for. And then I'm letting my boys know, or my sons know, this is the kind of man you should be towards your family and, and, towards, your, and towards your wife. And that you, you, as a, you as a boy or a man or a husband, that you have the responsibility of taking care of your family. You have the responsibility of treating your women well and treating your wives well. That is the responsibility of the, of the, of the, of the men. For example, I had a situation where we had something over my house and I invited my children over, my, 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 my sons and my, and my daughter-in-law. And my, and my daughters and my daughters and their husband and my daughter-in-laws and, and my sons, of course. And so they came over. And for some reason, the, the men were out of the room. I was just sitting at the table with my daughters and, or my daughter-in-law, two daughters-in-law and my daughters. And then I said to my, then I said to my daughters and my daughter-in-law, I said, how are the men treating you? Treating you? And how are my sons treating you? And they all saw the giggle and laugh. And they said, and they all said they treat us very well. I said, great. Because from time to time, I'm going to check in on you to make sure that they are treating you well. And what I want you to do is you can let them know that I asked you the question that I just asked you and that and let them know that I'll be checking on at the time. That means my daughter-in-laws and also, also my daughters. So I advise the men out there that have daughters that are married to married to, married to a men and that one of the things that in domestic violence, where a person in a house or one's abused or one's being abused, is one of the, one of the key things that they do and the characteristics they do is that they will isolate the woman from her from her family. And by doing that, by isolating the woman from the woman from her family, and they, they were, in other words, they were if they're abusing them, she won't be able to tell the family because she is doing what? Because he is he is doing whatever he wants to, and no one else would know. That he's doing that, that he's doing that to, to them. I wanted to remind the men out there to check on your daughter from time to time, check on your mother from time to time, check on your aunt, check on the females, make sure that they're okay. Because what's going to happen is that them away from you, they could be doing anything to our daughters or to our women. And I have the responsibility to check in on them and don't just leave them. Uh, without being checked on and caring for them. And so that's just a reminder from you to me because it worked better, it worked very well for me when I told my daughter, when I told my daughters and my daughter-in-laws, look, I'm going to check in you on you all from time to time. I'm going to make sure that you're okay. I'm going to make sure that you're abused. I'm going to look at your face and see if it's swollen. I'll, I'll see if you have a black eye. I'll see, if you, I'll see I'll look at your how you act. Every time he opens his mouth or, or, or he says something, he kind of jumps to it almost like a, like a soldier or a dog. That is not the way of Islam. My daughter, this is this basically what I'm going to do. And I continue to this day to check on them, to make sure, check on them to make sure that they're okay. Also, let my sons know this is how you're supposed to treat the women. Because I showed that example on a personal level to my wife, mother, which is, which is, my, which is my wife. And so I just want to let the men know out there, this is what we're supposed to do because we just don't put them in the other's hands and leave them alone. They're still our responsibility. Let me move on. When the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, 
was asked by a, was asked by a, by a man. He said, what is the right of, of wives upon, upon us? He, may peace be upon him, said, that you feed her when you eat, her when you clothe yourself, and that you not strike her in the face, and that you do not disgrace her. Do not leave her except, uh, except in the house. So this is what the advice of Prophet Muhammad, may peace be upon him, gave to this man, that when I eat, I feed my wife, and that when I clothe myself, I clothe my wife. I do not strike my wife. I do not disgrace my wife. I do not embarrass my wife. Islam and the way a man is supposed to treat a woman in Islam, outside Islam, but this is the characteristic of a Muslim man. If there's a Muslim man he's doing opposite of that, then he's outside of the characteristic of Islam. You want to stay in the characteristic of Islam and what Islam stands for and the goodness of Allah stands for, what Islam stands for, then you have to do what I just say or what I just read from the prophet, peace be upon him, and that he fit, he said, feed her when you eat, when you clothe yourself, and that do not strike her and do not disgrace her. In other words, you say bad things about her and embarrass her in front of her friends or any or anyone else. This is not from the, from Islam. Islam that we we are protecting women without going to. Matter of fact, I'm going to that now. The prophet Allah says in verse number is in chapter number four, the forty the thirty fourth ayat or, or chapter. He said, "Men are protectors and maintainers of women." Has given the one more strength than the other, and because they support them from their means. And so, from this, we need to understand that protecting the women is the responsibility of the man. That's our responsibility, or one of our many responsibilities. Matter of fact, from the Islamic from the Islamic standpoint, as far as the rights of the women, and one day I might talk about the rights of the women and the rights of the men, is that. We have this responsibility, men, Muslim men, to take care and protect our, the women and to take care of them. Matter of fact, the money that she makes, her money, she does not have to spend any of her money on the household or anything like that because that responsibility of taking care of her and clothing her and feeding her and taking care of the children and all, that's your responsibility as a man. And so her money that she earn is her money. money that you earn basically is her money too. Because you use the money that you have to maintain her. But it says what? It says in that ayat that I read or the, or the uh, verse I read, men are the protectors and maintainers of women because the law has given the one more strength than the other and because they support them from their means. That we as men, we support the women from our means because that is our, our responsibility. Some scholars even said, that if, for example, I have to pay my rent or pay my mortgage, something like that, and that I don't have enough money as a man, and my wife said, okay, I'll pay it this month. And some scholars said, in a way I might understand a lot of those best, is that now that your wife paid that amount of money, your responsibility towards the rent, now she's indebted to you. And you can't collect on that because that's how much that responsibility is yours to take care of your, of your wife. Now it becomes a debt to you, unless you say that's okay, don't worry about it, it's not a debt. So, it, so let me move on. It's also mentioned that, that we have to what to defend the honor of our wife. Uh, he should defend her honor, and whenever she is unjustly spoke about or backbit by someone, it is his duty to stand up for, uh, for his rights, for the rights of, of his wife, and not allow anyone to disrespect his wife. 
That's the responsibility of, of us as men. This is something that the prophet he said. It's all of you are shepherds, and all of you will be asked about your ward. Is a shepherd and should be asked about his ward. The shepherd about his family, and and he will be asked about the household. But the main thing I want to look at that the man is a shepherd of his household, and he will be also how to treat the people in his household, how did he defend, how did he defend the people in his household, how did he maintain his household, was he gentle to the people in the household? Without talking about being gentle, Allah likes gentleness, and it says Allah is gentleness, and gives for this what He does not give for harshness. And again, the prophet be upon him said, he who is deprived of gentleness is deprived of, some of us want to be deprived of good. So we always want to be gentle. We always want to be kind. We all want to be nice to the women because they, because they are our aides, not our maids. They support us and we support them in what we, in what we do. They are our responsibility as men. And from the Islamic standpoint, if a, a man should not be abusing his wife and a man should be protecting and making sure his wife would wife be a, a fully taken care of to be a great example for his daughters and be a great, great example for, for his son and be a great example for the rest of the community. That is our, that is our responsibility as men. So I hope that listening to me that you got a general idea very, very basic idea about the treatment of women. If you hear anything different than what I said in terms of how a Muslim man treats a woman, understand that that's not from Islam. Own self, that might be from his culture, that might be from anywhere, but it's not from Islam because I already laid out to you or for you what is Islam and how in the treatment of women, no matter where they are in the world, because that, because it does not matter. Islam is Islam. It doesn't change because you're in, in, because you're in country B or country C. It, it does not matter what country that you're in. It's, it's across the board. It, 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 it's, it no matter where it is. It will always be, always be the same. But from the beginning of it, Islam will be the same. And that means that the treatment of the women and sisters and women don't don't accept anything less. Don't lower your, your bar of expecting you go and, show, and get a man or looking for a husband and you, and you have your, your father someone representing you. Then you make a, and you ask the man various questions. And you do your investigation to make sure he's not the kind of man that's going to mistreat you. He treats his mother. Look how he treats former wives. It's a to you to dig into and find out all you can find out about them. You don't get a dud. Someone you're going to be disappointed in. Someone's going to abuse you. Someone not going to care what I'm about you, what I'm supposed to treat you. You want someone that's going to love you and going to treat you kind and tend to respect you and honor you. So I just want to mention just a few things about the treatment of, of, of the women and how we should protect them and be and be how we should be to, uh, towards them. This has been faith and focus. I've been your host, Imam Hassan Amin, and please continue to support this network, the network, and listen to our programming. Assalamu alaikum.
This has been a production of the Venn Network.